how fast can you go through like 15 bourbons? I'd be done now if you weren't asking me so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. It's episode 224 of Bourbon Pursuit. I'm one of your hosts, Kenny, and here's your weekly bourbon news roundup. Last Thursday, Heaven Hill announced Elijah Craig is launching their Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. This is made from Heaven Hill's only rye mash bill, which is 51% rye, 35% corn, and 14% malted barley. The same mash bill that you're going to see for Rittenhouse as well as Pikesville. With an SRP of only $29.99, Elijah Craig Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey will first launch in limited markets of North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and Oregon in January of 2020. Now, when you hear about a release like this, we typically hear about most people, especially in Kentucky, being kind of upset about its lack of market penetration. So we actually reached out to our contacts at Heaven Hill to see what the response was. And this was a decision by the brands to focus on markets based on a variety of needs. This could be from building a brand on premise, competitiveness in a particular market, or to slow roll a product based on aged inventory. Now, for this release, there was no one single reason, but you can read more about this post on Instagram with the link in our show notes. Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible has announced that last week, his top whiskey of 2020 was 1792 Foolproof. Second was the 2018 William Drew Weller, and third was the 2018 Thomas H. Handy, meaning that Sazerac swept all top three whiskeys of the world for Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible. Now, continuing on the trend of Buffalo Trace, they are also releasing their next installment in the old Charter Oak series called Canadian Oak. In late 2018, Buffalo Trace announced its old Charter Oak series. It's a collection exploring the different taste profiles of barrels obtained from trees grown in different countries, climates, and soils. For this newest release, Buffalo Trace obtained a small number of barrels from Canada and filled them with mash number one. This is the same mash bill used for Buffalo Trace and Eagle Rare. Canadian oak trees differ from American oak trees that they are harder and have tighter grain structure, which affects the bourbon as it ages. The old Charter Oaks Canadian oak was aged for 10 years and will be available in retail in late October. The suggested retail price will be $69.99. While we're talking about new releases, let's not forget about Angel's Envy and their annual cask strength release. Angel's Envy cask strength begins with standard Angel's Envy bourbon. It's made with a mash bill of 72% corn, 18% rye, and 10% malted barley, aged first in new charred oak barrels, but finished in barrels that once held port wine. As these barrels are tasted throughout the year, a few are set aside to age longer and be bottled at cast drink for its special annual release. This year's release will clock in at 122.4 proof with seven different ages as port finished bourbon of 6, 8, 9, 10, 13, 14, and 15 years old that are mixed to create this final blend. The bottle will come in a packaged in a wooden art deco style box for a suggested retail price of around $200. And the last release we're gonna talk about isn't actually bourbon. Heck, it's not actually even whiskey. It's a gin and it's called Tovis, and it's only available in the United Kingdom, France, and Germany. This is a big deal because the owner of this brand is none other than Amazon. Yes, Amazon is getting into the spirits business, and this is now available to order online at amazon.co.uk. This is another one of those things that 
we may see as a small ripple, but could potentially end up being a tidal wave years down the road. You can read more about this with the link to beveragedaily.com in our show notes. Bottled and Bond. It's one of the revolutionary moments of American history, but has also become near and dear to the hearts of many bourbon lovers. And with good reason. We covered the in and outs of Bottled and Bond with Bernie Lovers back on episode 89, and it is also part of our Bourbon 101 podcast on our website. But now, since we know why Bottled and Bond is important, let's move on to what Bourbon Pursuit is going to claim as the best Bottled and Bond bourbon in 2019. We take a total of 12 heavyweight contenders and put them in a blind in what we're calling the Bottled and Bond Showdown. Who's going to pull ahead and become the champion this year? Well, just wait and find out. All right, let's get down to it. Here's Fred Minnick with Above the Char. I'm Fred Minnick, and this is Above the Char. This week's idea comes from Patreon subscriber Brian Shabbat. He asks, should bourbon enthusiasts stop complaining and embrace premium pricing for premium bourbon? A Callan 25-year-old for $2,000 is acceptable, but $1,500 for Pappy 20 is considered price gouging? Brian also wants to know what's the possible economic implications for premium pricing. Now, this story really goes... This really goes back to the 1960s when bourbon is kind of um, changing its business model. Up until the 1960s, you saw bottled and bond bourbon and even straight bourbons really kind of competing with scotch as a premium on the shelf, even cognac. So cognac would have been, you know, another brandies would have been considered the creme de la creme. And scotch and bourbon were kind of, you know neck and neck. Scotch was also dubbed uh, more blends. They were So this was when scotch was predominantly a blending category. Now in the 1960s, scotch starts going toward a more premiumization and they focused on single malts. While bourbon decided to do things like lower their proof points from like 100 or 107 to 86 and 80, and they started becoming the everyday man's whiskey. And so they were basically setting the market up to take on the blue-collar workers, the people who were fixing uh, sinks and doing construction and in the military. Everything that they were doing was really geared around people who had a budget, while Scotch was focusing on the people on Wall Street and bankers and people who owned businesses. They put a lot of effort into you know, building this esteem at the same time, they were also putting away whiskey. They were putting away a lot of whiskey that would age up to, you know, 50 years. And today we see them coming on the market for a million or more at auction. Now today, uh, bourbon is so popular that distillers have had to increase their prices to kind of deal with demand. And it often gets pushback. And there's one brand that always comes out as unpopular in this conversation, and that's Pappy Van Winkle. Now, when, we, when Brian asked about $1,500 for a Pappy 20, it always has to be pointed out that the distillers are not the ones setting that price. That is not the SRP for Pappy Van Winkle. And so the argument can be made that the SRPs for these premium bourbons don't necessarily reflect what people are willing to pay. So the question is, should people increase their uh, suggested retailer's price? Eh, I don't know. 
I think it's still pretty cool uh, to have a glimmer of hope that maybe you can get a bottle of Four Roses limited edition for the SRP of 100 or 150 or whatever it is versus 500 to 1500 that you'll find it in some retail stores. But it also gives bourbon a little bit of a black eye because it's never good to increase prices 200, 400, 600% year after year after year. And that's essentially what's happening right now. So there is a way to increase prices, and I just don't know what the best way is. Scotch, on the other hand, doesn't seem to be short of those million-dollar bottles anytime soon. And that's this week's Above the Char. Hey, if you have an idea for Above the Char, become a Patreon subscriber and share with me your ideas. You can check us out at Bourbon Pursuit on Patreon. Until next week, cheers. Do you ever pour yourself a bourbon, swirl it around, and then start struggling to come up with tasting notes? And perhaps you're also looking for a good Father's Day gift idea. Well, you can now solve both with a kit from Nose Your Bourbon. And unlike other nosing kits on the market, Nose Your Bourbon kits feature real ingredients for the most authentic aromas. You can smell real Tahitian vanilla bean instead of some synthetic aroma that's just made from chemicals. So head on over to noseyourbourbon.com and enter code BP10 for 10% off your order. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 a cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or TheBourbonConcierge.com, and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. And they're off for another Get 270-2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at give270.org. Charitable gaming license ORG 0002703. Welcome back to another episode of Bourbon Pursuit, the official podcast of Bourbon. And today we, yeah, yeah boy. Back. we are the trio. <laughs> We're back here again with an awesome, this is going to be a fun episode. But first, you know, I got to say that shout out to Hotel Distill. This is where we're recording today. Uh, we're actually in the barrel room here. And this is located on Historic Whiskey Row and is going to be opening on November 1st here in downtown Louisville. It's going to be a place that has, you know, first we talked about it 
uh, on the last podcast. It is uh, used to be the home of JTS Brown. It's got an exciting history and it's now transformed uh, into this beautiful, beautiful space. Uh, so it's going to be designed to really ignite your passion for discovery and will be the anchor for Louisville's revitalization and refinement of bourbon culture. You can book a your true authentic experience and stay at hoteldistill.com. So it's it, badass. It is. It is sweet. Very nice. Yeah. Very, very nice. sweet. I'm excited. Now I'm, I'm excited to kind of see what's going to happen. If you're watching this on video, they talked about, uh, so they have these barrels behind us and they've got taps on them. They're going to be having barrel aged mm-hmm. tap cocktails like right here with inside of this room. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of stoked to yeah, see what that's Yeah, they won't about. actually be aging in the barrel. They're going to be in like a, a sleeve or a bladder. Because that's the only way you can technically do that legally, <laughs> like <laughs> like codes. a box of wine. So they'll be they will be pre be, be like Franzia. Yeah, it's, it's, slap it's, the bag. Yep, Franzia. Do you slap the bag? <laughs> I, I have before. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it on a boat once or twice. Yeah. Uh, so if you've never played that game before, ask somebody that uh, has a boat on a lake. <laughs> and Franzia. <laughs> and Franzia. <laughs> All right, okay, so slap the bag. Let's go. All right, let's go. So th- what we're going to do today is we're going to slap the bottled and bond. Yeah. This is going to be the bottled and bond showdown. Mm-hmm. So we are selecting what we can find as one of our favorites of 12 different bottled and bond uh, every day. And I think we've got one that's outside of Kentucky. We got one George Dickel, but the other ones, these are all Kentucky. And, you know, this was uh, a culmination of grabbing stuff in our basements, uh, heading to the <laughs> right, liquor I store, didn't add anything, sorry. <laughs> yeah, go, going to the liquor <laughs> store and, and, and finding these. And, you know, I think, uh, it's going to be kind of fun to kind of go through this because, uh, you know, Ryan, I'm going to, I'm going to test your knowledge real quick because, oh, you no. know, we've, we've talked about bottle on the bottom on the show before we've had Bernie lovers on give folks an understanding of what the bottle and bond act and what it was really there for. Gosh, I feel like that's a Fred question. Well, no, no, like really I'm going to put you. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Let's let's you flex some some we'll, muscle. We'll get it. We'll get him back. Okay. We'll get so back. it has to be at least four years old, right? Mm-hmm. It has to state the distilling season. Is that right? I don't know if it's the distilling the season. It has, it to, has be to be distilled in a single. Or it has season. to be distilled in a single season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I've already got it wrong. Keep going. Uh, okay. Hundred proof. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it has to be a bonded warehouse. Obviously. Uh, what else am I missing? So it it has to be distilled at one distillery and one distilling season. One distillery, one okay, and has to be 100 proof, at least four years old. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I hit them all. You you hit hit all the major points, and they they need to disclose the uh, the distillery and all that stuff where it's bottled. Yes. And this is this is guys. I I know we see this on the bottle and we look at it for like quality purposes, but I want people to realize how important the Bottle and Bond Act of 1897 was. First of all, Grover Cleveland signed this into law. This was his last thing he signed in his in his first term. And he was the, you know, the Bottle and Bond Act was really our very first consumer protection legislation as a country. So now we have all these protection measures to help us as consumers. And it really begins with bottled and bond, with the government trying to protect us from bad whiskey um, in, in the medicinal circles. And it's important to note that it had a lot of backlash. Like the 
the blenders and the rectifiers and the oh, Canadian sure. whiskey makers were very much against the Bottled and Bond Act. So this was one of the first times that the Kentucky distillery community banded together for a single cause, and that was to get this passed. Now they just sue each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, they still help each other here and there, but no, yeah, they, they, you know, they lo- distilleries love to sue. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. It's part of part of the game now. By the way, I feel like I'm looking at the longest shot ski ever. Like I feel like I'm about to do like my 21st birthday. It, it, is, it is. We've got we've got 12 different bourbons that are lined up, and these were these were ones. Um, you know, I, we've got one that is uh, kind of the newest addition to this, which is the new seven year heaven. Hill, Bottle and Bond. And you know, there was, it was funny because I was actually going, trolling to the liquor store last night and I was, I was actually flabbergasted. I was like, man, I forgot how many Bottle and Bond bourbons there were out there. And then not only that usually is- Usually there are great values too. Well, and that's what they usually are typically good values. Um, but you know, some of the ones I selected, you know, and I was going through and I was looking, you know, there were also, you know, there's, there's Bottle and Bonds that are coming from Oregon and other places. But I said, let's focus on some of the stuff that's pretty regional that, or should I say not regional, but pretty national can be found on a national level. Uh, at the same exact time, you know, there's also a lot of bourbons out there that are 100 proof, but it doesn't actually say bottled and bond or bond. The word bond is not on the package. So I just overlooked it and said, we'll go on next. Yeah. And then, you know, probably there's there's probably two more that should be in here that um, just couldn't bring it uh, to get our hands on it because this is Louisville and people go crazy because it's bourbon uh, is the E.H. Taylor brand. So the small batch and the single barrel are not a part of this. Because yeah, I, I didn't just I didn't I saw that bottle. and I was going to bring mm-hmm. it in, but um, I was like. I'm not going to share that with those fuckers. That's mine. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm going with the value pour. I'm yeah. kidding. I mean, the, the other side of this is uh, we didn't choose any of the highly allocated releases. You know, the old Fitzgerald uh, spring and fall releases, the uh, the yeah, Parker's 24-year bottled and bonds. And also, we like also that. didn't bring any media samples. So these are all things that we actually physically purchased. And that's very important to note because most competitions uh, are, they get their whiskey from the supplier. So the distilleries will send it into the competition. So these are guaranteed that all have came from a retailer. Mm-hmm. Well, I, just in full full disclosure, the Seven Hill Bottle and Bond did come from <laughs> Heaven Hill. They oh, did really? send this yeah, one. Okay. This was the media sample they sent. Everything else, though, has okay. been purchased by us uh, uh, in, some, me, in some, way, some way, shape, shape or fashion. And it all goes in the Bourbon Pursuit credit card, oh, right? Yeah, that's right. So, so that's why we're not getting checks. I know. I'm, I'm waiting <laughs> on this disbursement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead. We'll we'll di- we've got we got twelve to go through, so we'll dive in. Kind of start with the well, first I think one here. We, and could I? You remember we? I said wanted to talk a little bit about the the, the taste uh, system. Yeah. He keeps so, smelling my glasses. Well, so off. I'm uh, just trying to make sure that they're they're the same because they're not numbered. First of all, this tasting is 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 flawed because we don't have the same glass for every one of them. So we will now have to like take into account. Some of them are neat pours or neat glasses. I would say we we've got ninety five percent majority. Ninety five are in the Glen Karen. Glen Karen. But this and is that's, this is close enough well, to the Glen Karen. That's my fault. I brought the neat glasses. That's the only <laughs> thing I contributed. It was the wrong glass. But it, it I, it's okay. But so that's the it's the only thing. And this is this is actually a pretty small flight for like a for like a blind tasting. This is all blind. We don't know what uh, we know that these brands were poor, but we don't know in what order. And um, as we're tasting, you know, we're gonna find out. We, what we, we gotta think is we gotta eliminate. You gotta best. eliminate and everything. But I think we should we should also give our notes to the audience as we're as we're thinking. Absolutely. So we'll go with All number right. one. I, you know, for me, I'm gonna be excited to kind of uh, see how this is gonna go down because what two years in a row, Fred's over there talking about Henry McKenna 
being the best there is in the world. And yep. now we're let's see. Now we're gonna now we're gonna yeah, do now it. We right? can, that was in. that was in a, that was in a competition. By the way, I was just one judge of like forty. Thank uh-huh. you very much. Yeah, now yeah. I'm one of three fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're narrowing it down. We're making the competition better. So uh, the first one, I'm definitely picking up some grainy notes. Mm-hmm. A lot of these are gonna be, yeah, they're all gonna be young. Except well, no, they're really, not gonna be not young. McKenna. You know, there's there's definitely gonna be some that well, are. McKenna's the only probably. Most of them, I'd say, are probably four or younger, right? You know, we 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 brought well, in they a well, except young, the Heaven Hill. They can't be younger than four, well, four or older. Yeah. Yep. yep. Duh. Yeah. So the one thing that I think is we're going to find unique as we go through here is uh, there's going to be one that's going to be sort of an outlier, uh, and that's going to be the 1792 because the bottled and bond that the 1792 pick uh, is actually a store selection, right? So it is a it is a single barrel. It's a one off. Um, mm-hmm. It's not going to be some of the the normal 1792 you see out you know, there. Let's just taste and find flawed, out. What do we uh, want to do? Are we wanting to rank them one through three? Are we want to I'd pick say, the best? I'd say, we, I'd say you pick your your top three. Let's pick our top three. Okay. Mm-hmm. So by tasting uh, number one, I'm eliminating it from my round. It's just too grainy. Uh, it's very alcohol forward. If you were to if you were to try to pinpoint number one, and, and if number grain, two number two if if it's not the Dickel one, <laughs> I'll be then, shocked. Then you shouldn't be at San Francisco anymore. Yeah, that's um. Oh, number two's nose. Yeah, that's that's Dickel, all right. Yeah, but you know the thing is, like this was a the Dickel is a is a recent entrant to the market, and I think it's it's gone over fairly well with the community of people that are, um, you know, getting into it, trying Tennessee bourbon and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and so there is an opportunity to actually have George Dickel so, be a part in here. And that's so like a thirteen year, isn't it? It's old. This is so. This George Dickel, um, I don't. It doesn't have an age statement on it. They do have a. They have a thirteen year release. Okay. That's this is the, the non age dated version, though. Yeah. Actually, enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, much more so than number one. One, one thing I'll say about uh, uh, Dickel is it is it is often uh, flawed in competition because it that particular note that kind of like uh, mm-hmm. minerality, the Flintstoney note. Uh, really can stand out in a bad way for a taster. Yeah. So if you're in a if you're tasting a sea of things that are very caramel forward and vanilla, and you get that note, it can be very off putting, or it can be very good and can help it stand out. Stand out, yeah. So it's like it's one of those. It's either a, a love it or hate it in competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that one, I didn't get the vitamin on the front end, but it's really there on the finish. And um, I would recommend. I would recommend also make sure you rinse it when you get like some of that lingering. That taste. lingering taste in your mouth to kind of rinse it out. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, so, so what Fred, do you think number one was, Fred? Just mm, guess. I, I would say if I'm, if I'm, and this is the hardest part of, of a blind tasting is picking out what it is, right? Um, but I would say it's definitely one of the younger ones. I'd probably put it in the league of like um, JW Dance or, you know, maybe, maybe the Evan Williams, but I don't know. Mm. Okay. Kind of the uh, it had like a cinnamon spice finish that I usually get in old old mm. Bardstowns maybe but I could be way off I'm probably and way off and I'll off. tell you too <laughs> it it is like if you're focusing on what it is instead of what right. is, what is best in the flight then you're not then you're not focusing on the tasting so I will then we'll I, stop I, I would recommend like trying to like figure out what they are later because that can actually be fun yeah I'm oh, already wait, moving on to number three nope gave us notebooks like he gave you notebooks so you can try to barrel picks one of them just says negative negative that's how <laughs> I, I love that's it. how I did it yeah. now I just moved on to number three now I love the nose on number three I thought of this it's very caramel very caramel forward yeah um, it is nice the uh, the taste ended up being a little I don't want to say bitter but kind of 
thinned out and a little astringent towards the end. So I like you you give the thumbs up on the nose. The taste is like M in the middle and the finish is kind of black. I actually think the 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 palate's got like this kind yeah. of a Kool-Aid-y. It's got like a Kool-Aid aftertaste. Yeah, like fake sugar. Yeah. Like kind of yeah, it's, processed it's flavored. Kind, kind of, of weird. Pack. Mm-hmm. Kool-Aid packs? Like when you take a crystal eye pack and just... You just spooned and it. you forgot to put water in it. Yeah, so three... <laughs> But three is a maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's suck. It's a maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a maybe. It's a suck. It's a maybe when we go down so you're here. Saying there's a chance. There's a, there is a chance that it could it could go somewhere. Yeah. So Fred, kind of talk about you know when we got all these bottled and bonds up here. I know you've got a you got a hard on for McKenna a little bit, but kind of. Did you all get off this damn McKenna thing? <laughs> I was one on. judge. It was a blind tasting, Kenny. There was Good nothing. God, you couldn't help. That's what he picked. I mean, it beat, uh, I it beat like a ten thousand dollars scotch, and oh, I was just okay. one vote in that. Well, how about it then? You know, I guess Fred. You know, one one new entrant that we actually have up here that I think is uh, might hopefully blow some socks off. And it's kind of it's been new riff, new riff, right? Don't focus on what it is. Focus on the whiskey. And the no, no, no. But I, I kind of want to talk about, you know, new riff and, you know, how they, <laughs> golly, you guys are just <laughs> off the rocker already. I mean, he's like, we're trying to work here. No, no. And he's like, I'm going to talk about new riff. <laughs> now I'm going to think it's new riff. No, I'm kidding. Well, I mean, I just kind of want to talk about, you know, their bottle and bond, you know, coming into the market and actually having that be their first entrant. Right. And I think Wilderness Trail did the Wouldn't same that be exact some thing. shit if number four was new riff and while he was talking about it. It just happened to be it. Yeah. Now the placebo. I, I actually do like number four <laughs> a lot. It kind of tastes like New Roof. <laughs> I know. It <laughs> it's does. got that like butterscotch kind of like. I know. It's like he planted it in her head. I get like a cinnamon note on the back of there it. There is cinnamon, but kind of. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of typical Nutmeg. New Roof. Mm-hmm. And it's got that fried pie crust that I love. Mm-hmm. Fried pie crust, man. You got you got some awesome taste. You know. Between you a- and Ryan, I. I gotta, I gotta up my game on it. That's for sure. You just gotta eat a lot. That's what I, do I do eat a lot. Hey, the thing is, it's none of it's fake. I know people want to say like it's it's fake, but this is like, I mean, I've really I've trained and studied and 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 really tried to connect to everything I've ever tasted, and it all goes back to when I'm trying to get better from Iraq, and I was using uh, mindfulness techniques and, and tasting, and I would used to one of my therapy things was I would break down what. A barbecue potato chips tasted like and felt like on my tongue and that would help keep me grounded and i just applied that to bourbon and so that's kind of been my my technique so mm-hmm. so start off with going down your <laughs> local local grocery aisle finding different kinds of chips and pulling the flavors it's a off. real thing yeah and you I mean you're gonna gain 10 pounds automatically but <laughs> you know the risky take grab like 10 varieties of fried apple pies you know those <laughs> well I'll, I'll grab 10 different varieties of like hot pockets and we'll start there oh, right then you're you, you burn you the roof of your mouth guy? no i'm not a hot pocket guy now back in college what I was about pop tarts and like streusels yeah uh, you know uh i used to be i did love toaster strudels because you get to design your own yeah, art yeah. on there yeah you know, oh like, man but the thing is like with the pop tarts like i'd only go for two flavors it's Brown sugar, cinnamon, and then the wild berry. Like, those are the only two that I would actually go for. Beyond that, like, I'm not a strawberry jam person I like or the whatever. chocolate ones. They were good. I really did like number four, by the way. Yeah, four is really good. Okay. Four is a check for me. Four is a checkbox. Yeah. Going to five. All right, moving on to five yeah. here. I feel like the... It's hard to analyze color in here because it's so dark. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, you got... We got a, we got a wide oh, variety here. really grainy. You mean on the nose it's getting a little too grainy for you? It also, but it does have like, um, it does have like that, um, 
you go to the fairgrounds and they're serving the cotton candy. You go to the cotton candy booth and yeah. like that cotton candy smell. I got some raw notes or something. I mean, it. when you, I just did a taste and I think you, you kind of get some of that, that cotton candy in a little bit on the back of it. You get some grape Kool-Aid. Um, yeah, it does. Kind of, kind of funky. A lot of raw notes mm-hmm. on that for me anyways. So I'll ask. It's pretty good though. I'll, I'll ask you all. When was the last time you all had some some of these other bottle of bonds that um, are just you know regular kind of uh, shelf stuff? So like old Bardstown, uh, old Granddad, so I, Evan I see, Williams. I feel like this is old Bardstown. Yeah, you think? Yeah, I think this is old Bardstown. Number five. Yeah, I, I, I now it think has, it is old Bardstown because it has that like a particular oak note in there that I get from their from their stuff. I mean, I've always early times for me is like an always. Oh, I love day. I love the early, the times, early times. I mean, Absolutely. it's it's. I haven't spent a lot of time with early times, um, but of what we have up here that I've been drinking the shit out of is uh, New Riff, mm-hmm. and I, I've been I've been drinking so much of their cast drink stuff. You know, the whiskey's so good. It is. It, it's it is incredible what they've been able to accomplish. Okay, now such, we go to the first glass. It's not a Glencairn. Well, I think we uh, we definitely made a mistake of not labeling these glasses either, because now me and you are like all counting, we're, like, we're literally like we're counting. One, two, three, four, we're literally five. counting. Like, what's one, we're on number six already, and we're trying to like go through these. Yeah. So I do like the Ooh. nose on. I do like the, the nose note. on this mm-hmm. a lot. This has probably been my favorite nose thus far. Everything you want in mm-hmm. a bourbon nose. Oh I mean, my that's, god, that's got that's got that's a full delicious. package right there. Yeah, that's a full package. That's a that's a check check plus for me. What what, what else? Uh, so let's when we say full package, what are you what are you putting that in reference to? What is your what is your baseline? Not in bourbon. I'm talking about in life. In life, what's your baseline <laughs> for a full, full package, package, Kenny? Well, I mean, it, it just it's all. What are you referring to package? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Last time I'm drinking with you all, Aaron again. Yeah, uh, we should do this spinning. more often, by the way. Maybe I'm so glad we picked this over like lawsuits or something. <laughs> we, they were like texting right. last night, and I like put my phone down for like an hour and I come by there's 30 texts and I'm like, we're not doing these. We're going to do the ball and bond. <laughs> It'll be much more fun. That was way fun. So anyway, to, to my full package, well, what I kind of think of it is, is like, it just hits the check boxes. It's got the nose, it's got the flavors. And when I think of flavor, like it's nothing that's, it's nothing that's crazy. It's nothing that is off the wall. It's a one-off. Like it is, it is hitting, you know, most of the, the high notes that you get on a, on a bourbon flavor wheel. You've got caramel, you've got oak, you've got pepper. Um, you've got, um, some of those things, and it still lingers just a little bit. Now, yeah. with all these being 100 proof, we're not going to see something that's going to sit there and just like the finishes keep going and going and going, right? I mean, I think- or with maybe a, we will. Maybe we will, but I would think with 100 proof, um, and I'm not going to act like you know, I've got a refined palate by any means, but I think that um, I typically only see that happening with barrel-proof whiskey as something that like I could still sit back like 30 seconds later, and it's still- like those uh, those flavors are still coating my my mouth and my tongue. Sometimes I get them at if you have like I've had a lot of good four roses, like the hundred proof. What is it? Single barrel. Single barrel. Sorry, yeah, that the OBSV. Yeah, yeah. That like you can tell the spices from the grains and not from the alcohol, and the finish just kind of yeah. lingers on there. And so that I really like that one. The finish was a little flat. For me, but mm-hmm. it hit all the check boxes on nose, yeah, front, six, mid palate. Six, six had some layers to it. I, I would say revisit that one. We like when we're done here because that's definitely a contender. Yeah. Right, Hopefully, yeah. we're not doing like confirmation bias on each other, and we're just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll oh no, if, no. If I disagree with you, I will totally tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that and that and I know that Ryan will be quick to say, you know, oh, fuck yeah. you, <laughs> you know. 
So, but in his own way, mm-hmm. thumbs in his down, own heartwarming way, do a thumbs down. Report. You know, he'll be like, "Well, I don't really dis, I don't really agree with you on that, <laughs> but <laughs> I know where you're coming from, though." Yeah, Fred, I agree to disagree with you. <laughs> and, then, and then Kenny will be like, "Well, I just don't get that." Or, yeah, I'm this sucks. Over here. <laughs> this doesn't have the this full package for me. That, or I'll say, "Let's change this. Let's change the subject yeah. real quick." What does that? Look? On to the next one. What does that look like? <laughs> But seriously, on to the next one. Oh, I got my first knee glass. Me too. Number seven. It's I think changing, we all got knee uh, glass. It's changing everything. And if, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go on a limb, if we're gonna if anybody's gonna guess on one thing, I'm gonna say number seven is gonna be the old granddad bottle and bond. Um, I just I think it, it's it's okay. It's basic. It's either me that or it's Evan Williams. It's one or the other. Um, but I, I feel like it's just. It's cool. It's great. It's there, but I, I don't think like I don't think it's old grand. I don't either. Not really? I think this. I think this is 1792. That's what I was gonna say. From the nose, it's got that. You talking about yeah. bananas? No, guys, in your bananas. You know, bananas. And, and, but there's one thing that Ryan brought up uh, a second ago when you talk about four roses. Um, you know, there's a there's a few distilleries out there that that don't come out with a bottle and bond product. Uh, four roses and wild turkey are, are two of them that kind of come up to mind. Um, you so, want to know why? Yeah, I'd love to know why. The books on the distilling season Actually, like and not that. bringing them in uh, is very difficult. So like Knob Creek, which is 100 proof, that could have six different distilling seasons in it. I mean, right. mm-hmm. the, the actual audit of a bottle and a bond, it's, it's actually very costly. Heaven Hill has it down because they've been doing it for so long. And they, you know, they don't really change a lot of those older methods. Do they still audit for bottle and bond? Oh, if, they, if the federal government wants to audit, they will audit. And yeah. occasionally they will come in and not. And then what they do, they just look at paperwork. That's all they do. You know, it's not like uh, they're going in there and taking hydrometers. And- yeah, they're not doing anything like that. But it's um, it's it's pretty fascinating to so, see. So like, how costly got a really good be. finish, kind of lingering. So oh. do you think, um, do you think the, then creating a bottle and bond product, is it just more paperwork nowadays at the end of the day? And maybe that's why Wild Turkey, Four Roses, and people like that just don't worry about it? It always comes down to position in the marketplace. And when you look at um, where Bottle and Bond was 15 years ago, Heaven Hill owned it. Nobody was getting near it. No one cared. Mm-hmm. Then Bernie Lubber starts kind of striking, striking the gets a the tattoo of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he changes. He changes. That man changed the perception of the bartender community for Bottle and Bond. And then so other people started tacking on. The new distillers started coming on. They're like, we want to be Bottle and Bond. We want to be old school. And then people like um, Brown Foreman said, we need to get back into Bottle and Bond. So you see early times, you, you know, you see um, all kinds of efforts from a lot of places. And um, people like Four Roses and Wild Turkey have always been about Four Roses and Wild Turkey. Mm-hmm. You know, so they don't want to necessarily get in kind of like a categorical um, lump with those particular brands. And maybe they will, maybe they won't, I don't know. But Wild Turkey has kind of been uh, very anti 100 proof, you know. So the 100 it, it, for them, it comes down they're 101. Absolutely. So like their entire branding is around 101. Yeah, and that's very specific. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think Bald and Bonds are like perfect for cocktails. By the way, too, like 100 proof, like you know, it's just it's a lot of them are young enough, and like and. There's enough proof there that they stand up to a lot of sweet ingredients. And, and so it's like the know, nose on eight is is really nice. And and the other thing about the cocktail side is that yes, it's got enough proof that keeps it there, but 
you know, the bottle and bond, this market of what we're looking at, we're looking at anything from a, a $15 bottle up to a $50 bottle. I think 50 is the high uh, when I was going through this. So Wilderness Trail bottle and bond uh, is the highest here. It was 50. I believe it was between the Evan Williams bottle and bond and the Jim Beam bond and maybe the JW Dant um, as as hitting some of the, the lower <laughs> lower price point there. Medic. Medic. Yeah. Call him medic. Ryan just Ryan just choked out over here. He's, yeah, I'm trying to spit, but it went it, too far down. No point of return. <laughs> tried so to recover. Eight, eight was very grain forward to me. Mm-hmm. And it had yeah. like kind of like an undercurrent of like developed grain, like in cornbread, which is a note I often get in some of the bean products. I like cor- I it, cornbread. It's now. got a real nice like uh cornbread with like a like a touch of like uh, honey butter on it. See the thing is I actually kind of still enjoy this one. Um there is there's something about it where uh, I didn't like it. The finish the finish is still there for me. I don't know. I'm, I'm just gonna go with a check well, on that one. Ryan and I don't like it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah well, I know. I don't know. It just it's, it's only some, it's only a 33 percent vote over here, so you know that's how it is. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All, All right, right, so, so number nine. No, moving on to number nine. Man, we were rolling through these awful quickly, aren't we? When you got 12 to get through, yeah, we gonna have to. I'm and so. And so I got another question I'll, I'll throw at you all because I remember this uh, from, I think it was in the Houston Bourbon Society uh, or one of the other was, you know. It's, you know, when it comes to my tastings and I'm, and I'm <laughs> Sorry, trying to be <laughs> analytical, I hate when people fucking talk to me. So this is like throwing me off. I know, I can't focus. Can't, I mean, can, can you shut up? Can we just But it taste? makes for a terrible can podcast. Taste for a minute? It's true. Let, <laughs> let, let, let's let him have a. His, all right, I'll try to zone out, Kenny. All right, ready? Okay. Blabber on. All right, well, I'm not going to taste while you ask the question. Go ahead. We got to keep the conversation going. <laughs> all right. We got to keep the listeners engaged here, right? But you can ask Jessica. I like close the door and I'm like, I'm riding. I'm doing this. Let me alone. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to we got to make you break out of the mold here. See, you, you hang out with us and you don't wear ascots anymore, right? So we're, we're, true. we're making you break out of your I, mold. You know, I, it's fucking hot out there too. <laughs> I, don't have to, I don't have to be on stage. So, no, so, so there was a, I think it was a question that brought it by Wade. You know, we love Wade, friend of the show. He's got a lot of bourbon knowledge out there. And, and he said, you know, is it true or false that, uh, is every warehouse a bonded warehouse? It, it comes down to the law. Um, they not everything's stored in a warehouse, but in terms of like, you know, they pay, they have to have it. It cannot be in a non-bonded. The government has to know where it is, and it it is it is very much on the watch list. Now, is it a um, marked bonded warehouse? No, mm-hmm. no. I mean, there there's there was a um, uh, uh, artisan uh, Kentucky artisan distillery was aging in uh, containers, uh, shipping containers for a long time, and then they were aging outside for a long time, and it, it would later be Jefferson's uh, uh, the growth growth product. Mm-hmm. Um, but the government knew what those were, and they had to be that paperwork had to be submitted. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, see, there's an Hell, answer. Hell, you even have to have like a bonded. Kenny and I have ran into this, like when you buy, do a transfer and bond from, yeah, from, one from distillery, distillery to another. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to have transfer. a bonded transfer, like a semi truck. Now this has isn't to be this isn't anything that you. Have I was like, can to, I just go pick up? Pull up. I got an F one fifty. No one comes in and inspects it per se, but mm-hmm. but the paperwork has to be there. Absolutely. And if and if it's not, then you know they get in when that audit comes, which the audits don't come. You know they don't always come. So like you could get away with. You know, doing that, and, and and I know people who um, who distilled, you know, illegally, and then had a distillery, and they added their old stuff into it. That was illegal. Mm-hmm. But 
It happens. It does happen. So I'm going to go on a limb here. And I'm going to say number nine, it might be my least favorite of everything we've tried so far. I really like the nose, but gosh, the the finish on this, it just tastes like grass and like dirt. I don't know. It, just, I'm just <laughs> I'm just not a fan of it. I'm ready to move on to 10. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just like, okay, can this one be over? Because I can't deal with it anymore. I don't know, we might burn a bridge there, but, you know, it's just, it's just not there for me. You got to stop worrying about the bridges. Yeah. They're engineers. I don't hate it as much as you guys, but it's not it's not a contender for me. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, it's grainy. It's got alcohol undertones to it. It's got some sweetness, but it's not it's not it's not an end of the world bourbon. Like it's not making me mad like you. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I mean, he's fuming. Yeah, right I, am, here. I am off my rocker right now. Just going crazy. All right, number ten. Yeah, I guess moving on to number ten. We are we are rolling through Ooh, these. I guess Fred, one, uh, Fred, you do you do these tastings a lot. Like how often or how fast can you go through like fifteen bourbons? If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon, and that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus Magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point of sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com bourbon, all lowercase. And go to shopify.com bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today, shopify.com slash bourbon. How fast can you go through like 15 bourbons? I'd be done now if you weren't asking me so many questions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, but I'm pretty quick. Um, Like I don't, it depends on what I'm doing. Like if I'm doing it, if I'm doing it in competition, it depends on the competition. I have to adhere to the rules. If I'm doing it for myself, for my, my own little fucking thing I do. Whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is I do. Um, or I'm just trying to taste. You know, the, the big part is, is like, do I have someone there helping me? Because I don't always have someone helping me. And it's hard to mm-hmm. pour for yourself. And I mean, we do 200 products. It's difficult. Yeah. But I can, you know, I usually try to spend two minutes with the glass. And the thing is, I my, my whole thing is, is I want to give, I want to give every glass its chance. You know, it's not a, you know, someone put a lot of time and attention and effort to make it. Um, 
if I'm going to taste it ana- analytically, I need to give that same kind of t- uh, time and attention, or at least. And, and a you, bit. you do something different. You you taste things multiple times before I, you give it a rating, right? That's right. I will I will taste three times because right now, I mean, I'm just coming off a cold. Remember, I texted you guys yesterday that I I lost my palate. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I lost my palate. I woke up. I went out. See, that's good. And he went to the bars and found it. I feel like we're on a a level playing field then. Not necessarily. (laughs) We're we're down. Last night, uh, I went out. Fred at his late. I went out with drinking with my friend and I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, I'm back, baby. It's like all that whiskey like cleared it. It was like, so I'm just coming off the three festivals and Mm -hmm. I've been pretty worn down and now I'm back. And Mm -hmm. I I mean, today I I could tell it was back, but. But, um, you know, and, and if you have an onion, if you whatever what you have for breakfast influences your palate, our surroundings influences. Right now we're on a, we're in a construction area that that little bit of, um, you know, dust smell that's out there can influence what you're picking up. Um, the lights can have something. The fact that someone's saying, you know, talking out there can influence. I mean, there's so many influences so that when I'm actually tasting uh, by myself, I like to be in a kind of like a, as much of a soundproof room as possible. Mm-hmm. No music, nobody bugging me, and it's just me in the glass. You can do a whiskey quickie. Can <laughs> can take three days to give it a no, thumbs I, up, I, thumbs down. No, so the way you all do that's great. <laughs> well, and I, I guess I'll, I'll kind of give you. A, uh, I'll throw one back at you here, Fred, because you know we we catch some heat every once in a while because like, uh, yeah. people think that oh, sixty seconds that's not long enough for a whiskey review, and and I kind of go on the the other side of that, and I'm like, well, as soon as you taste something, you kind of realize if you like it or not. Yeah, how um, many times does it take? Like, do you ever come back and you're like, yeah, there's no way there's there's, there's not actually ma- there's many how many times I would think that you went from something that you're just like. Uh, this is like a 65 Actually, to a 95, right? Like, um, not that big, not that much. Because you got to understand, we're we're not no. scoring it on a on a on a on a point scale here. We're just saying like thumbs up, middle yeah. of the road, thumbs down, right? So there have been um, there have been a few that went from like 80 to 85 or 88, mm-hmm. something like that. Just a few points, then. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's it's never really, you know too much but it is there and um you know the big thing i think you know we have to what you have to what you have to determine as now that you all are kind of getting in the critic role is like what is your base what is your base and for me my base has always been evan williams black label that's an 86 point whiskey Mm -hmm. you know and the thing is is like when someone rates that, when someone says that is sixty points or forty-five points or something, you're essentially saying it's undrinkable. Evan Williams Black Label is very drinkable, and you know it can be enjoyed sip. It can be um, in a cocktail. It's 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 very you know versatile, mm-hmm. and like that is my base. So if I if I find myself in a situation where I am being very low. Like I was, I was rating some stuff really, really low for for a long period. I went back to taste uh, Evan Williams Black Label to make sure I was <laughs> not you know, crazy, not yeah. crazy. And it was like, I was like, nope, I'm right because mm-hmm. these are not better than Evan Williams uh, Black Label. And it was like, it was it was um, the one that did it for me. It was like three years ago. It was Eagle Rare, seventeen um, year old, and and then it, the, the also the Parker's Heritage came out. That was really really bad, and uh, I and I was like, God, I mean. I'm about to rate these two things under an 80. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that's like really, really low for, for those two products. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And so I went back and tasted my base and it was like, okay, yeah, I, I feel firm in that. So you have to like come to your base of like, what is your thumb, what, it, what barely makes your thumb up and then what barely makes your thumbs down. That, that will always help you as, as a reviewer because you have to have something to lean on because if you don't, you know, you, you, you want to be consistent. That's the main thing. Absolutely. Well, thanks to you, our bases, Henry McKenna. We're all, <laughs> <laughs> we're always like, if it's better than Henry McKenna, we like it. Yeah. If absolutely. not, then That's no. true. That's true. I mean, that's that's kind of what started us down our path of, of launching Pursuit Series was yeah. like, hey, we'll, we'll, if this is better than Henry McKenna, we'll, we'll do this. Yeah. And so we had a first barrel sample. And that's, Good for you. Well, that's, I mean. Good for you. That's another story here or there. But I, yeah. I kind of want to talk maybe, about. Uh, maybe I should flip the podcast on YouTube about why you started uh well, we can, we can, we, we can, can definitely do, do a podcast I about that one about day. That last night, but then I was like, I, I don't want to self-promote ourselves. Uh, it's all about prophecy. hotel to stall, oh, and it won't be self-promotion when I'm yeah. asking questions. It's good. <laughs> but, oh God! By the way, before we we go to this, uh, number ten. Oh uh, yeah, ten. I was, I was, really I was, I put check, check, plus, plus. Oh, I, I was, no way. I was no. really. No. Uh, I I enjoyed number ten. Ten was very woody for me. See, that's me. I, I like my tannins. I'm, I'm just oh, praying like that tannins. one of these ones that Fred doesn't like is Henry McKenna. Like, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm so, totally so, kidding. Well, so no, so here, so this is, this is, <laughs> I'm another, not getting though. So the one thing here about Henry McKenna is that it's a single barrel, right? It, it's nothing that is, uh, it's batch. It's not, uh, it's not Solera age. It's not whatever it is. It is, it is a single barrel offering. It's, it's nothing else like it. And, you know, we had the opportunity to catch up with Josh Hafer one time and talk about after it won San Francisco and say, like, listen, were y'all picking cherry barrels? Like, were y'all just sending two bottles that you knew that, or three bottles that you knew that were just, like, primo, pristine, like, going to knock the socks off? And he said, he said, Kenny, this is exactly what happened. I make one phone call down to the warehouse. You know, Ryan, uh, we've all been in the warehouse at, at Heaven Hill. There's just pallets stacked of just boxes yeah. and things are moving everywhere. Made a phone call. Said, hey, I need you to take three bottles out of a box. Here's the address to ship them to. And that's it. There was, there was no cherry picking. There was nothing like that. I remember, I, Henry McKenna won Best Bourbon the year before. Yes. So I would believe that, that but like... Everyone you talked to at Heaven Hill had the same exact story, like same exact, like it's like they fed it to him. Like this well, is what we need to do. We I went back in the judges, you know, when we unveiled the bottles, all the bottles were the same barrel number. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, so that makes it, that makes that a little bit more believable is because they were, they said it came from one case and you know, as far as I know, they case up their their barrels all the same. They don't intermingle. Yeah. And so that is that is the only thing I can think of. And also the year before they won um with, with Henry McKenna. And the second thing is what nobody ever wants to give any credit to is that there are more than 40 judges there from around the world, the greatest palates in the world. And I'm not just saying that because uh, I'm, I'm, because you're on it. I'm not you're one of them. <laughs> but like, I, I'm talking about people who run the hotels in um, Macau, uh, people who run Win Las Vegas. These are the these people are ultra respected for their palates, and they are human. Yes, what they think is a honey barrel at Heaven Hill could be a shit turd <laughs> over there. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, I gave. Um, Two years in a row true, yeah. on my panel, 
I did not meddle Pappy. Two years in a row. And you know what? Pappy is, you know, Pappy's good. I mean, and I didn't meddle it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what does that say? What does that say? I mean, you, you don't know how the, you don't know how the judges are going to react. And you don't know what panel they're going to get on. If they're on my panel, maybe know, they, like we maybe submitted, they on my panel. We but. submitted Pursuit Series and Fred was like, I didn't even get that on my panel. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm what? So, so you, <laughs> never, you never have any idea. So like, you know, so that I, you know, there's, there'll be two, 300 bourbons that come in. There's other judges. I can't, you know, and they split them out. And yes, uh, they do make me drink vodka. Oh gosh, so, you poor thing. Mm-hmm. You poor thing. You. By the way, thank you for making the sacrifice for uh, for, for doing that as well. You bet. Eleven's amazing. I like yeah. eleven. A lot. Eleven. See, so eleven. I did a check minus. I thought it was good, but it wasn't all the way there for me. Yeah, I thought it was average for me. Um, I love eleven a lot. I'm already on twelve. Um, like twelve a lot. You kind of got some like floral. Really? Because I'm like, the exact opposite. I am. It's I'm unique. Put, I'm putting it twelve as as one of the bottom of the buckets for me. Um, I don't know what it. I'll try to try it's to go got, back it, to it. It smells like floor sweepings. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm just not the a throw up packets. The Kenny's always That's, talk about. <laughs> I, I usually talk about that when I talk about rye whiskey. That I, I I always get this note with some rye whiskeys of of if you recall back in grade school and somebody would like he had a classmate that puked on the floor and you had a janitor that wouldn't put the the shavings on top of it. That's always a note for somehow that I always get off stuff. Yeah, that's that's a real note. Um, that uh, green hand uh, whiskey had that note for me. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't like it enough to uh, put in my top three. So, so I think uh, I think now it's time we go ahead. Um, but you, we need to retaste. Like, we yes, need to, like, retaste your top, your tops. Your top five. Retaste, retaste your tops for sure. Down. Anything you got a checkbox or a yes or whatever it is that you go through. So I use arrows. I use arrows. Mm-hmm. And like. Um, I'll do like one arrow if I'm excited about it, two arrows if I love it, three arrows if I'm like about to go in the room with it, you know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know, I went to I went back to number three and like three is just like coming back from from twelve, like it's just got like super caramel Did nose you like to three? it. I, I put a maybe checkbox next to it. Um doesn't mean anything to me yet, yet as we keep going. I love three's nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, three is 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 got too much. Um, it's over herbly for me. Mm-hmm. Three is over herbly. What do you mean? What's over herbly? So like, um, think of herbs like dill, uh, oregano. Um, sometimes those are candied. It's a medicinal herbal. It's a no for me. Three's out. Yeah, yeah. That's I, for I kind of get that. I'm still kind of there. I don't know. For me, I'm still kind of there on it. But I'm gonna exit for me. Well, I think that's... So how, if we need a repour, who's repouring it for us? We do not need a repour. We don't need a there is there is way too much out here that we do not need a repour. So I'm I'm moving. I'm I'm gonna go between like three, four, six, eight, and ten, maybe eleven, and I'll I'll choose my top three out of that. Four is in for me from the nose. Mm. I want to say it's one dimensional, but maybe we've gone through this and we're trying <laughs> it for the fifteenth time. Um, there's there's something that a taste that just doesn't have it there for me. For me, I'm looking for I'm looking for caramel. I'm looking for oak. I'm looking for some of those things. And four just doesn't have it there for me. See, so like I'm gonna six. I'm gonna go ahead and just kind of knock that one off you, my you're list. You're pulling four out of your list. I'm pulling four out of my but list. But it's in his top five. Remember that. Yeah. yeah well, that's still it like if it I mean something. Down. Anybody have even though they knew what it was? Did anybody have two? I had two in mine. No. I top well five. I. I think I think 
you know, you know, you're right. I think it was too easy to to, to pick, pick it, out. it out. I'll I'll go back to it, be, only because I think it, it definitely deserves to be up there. It was too easy to pick it out. Um, and it is bourbon. It is bourbon. Yeah. It, and I guess you know I'll look it to you guys and kind of kind of pose this question to you as as stocks start depleting, as you know higher aged uh, whiskeys available in the market are not there anymore. Really, the one thing that we see that's very common is we see 10 to 14 and 15-year-old Tennessee product that is now available. Do you think that's going to help change some consumer's mind about there, about actually having, you know, very aged product that's in the market versus something that's only like four to six years old? I mean, what Health Fred and them, they've given barrels kind of proven that there's some Really good stuff coming I think, out. Yeah, of, I think I think barrel bourbon is an anomaly. They are such good blenders. Yeah, and they blend out a lot of that really uh, unsavory note that I find in some yeah. of the Dickel products. It, honestly, I just put a check plus next to a Dickel. Like it was just, it's too good. I don't know. Maybe I know most of these, pretty much all these, except that one, are coming from Kentucky. But there is there is something about it that I think most people. If you've never had that kind of product before, you got to give it a try. Because if you haven't and you you just immediately think, oh, Tennessee, screw that, I'm not going to drink it, and you haven't tried it, then you're not really giving it a fair chance and a fair opportunity because there's there's a lot of good products that, that you can't get. I got a from. question for both of you. No, oh, here we go. <laughs> How do you put, um, when you're tasting, like I try to surround my mouth, I'm looking at my spit cup in comparison to Ryan's, and it's like, Oh, Kenny's been drinking the whole time. I'm empty. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, mine mine is full. Um, I mean, I, I put a lot in my mouth to kind of surround it. How much do you put in your mouth to to find out? If Are we talking milliliters right? or ounces? Um, I'm I'm <laughs> that, doing I'm doing baby pours over here, right? Okay. I'm, I'm just doing baby pours, just just, to, just enough to like maybe coat the tongue i think kind of, i think what you're looking for is like an overall like are you chewing it kind of thing so this is very important to me as a taster yeah. like i have to make sure that because if you just put a baby pour on there you're you're getting a, a small snippet of what that whiskey mm-hmm. is now you all been doing this long enough i don't have to worry about you you know uh discrediting it some because of, of a mouthfeel perspective but mouthfeel to me is is so important. That's why I like to make sure I can at least fill it down my jawline. Mm-hmm. It, it, but there's also, I think, something that is you also miss by by also not consuming it and being able to say like, okay, if we spit it out, are you missing something? Well, you know, keep in mind, I have to when I'm doing this, you know, I'm normally yeah, getting yeah, like fifteen hundred, so exactly. I'd, be, I'd be dead. Which I know some people would like that, but it's not going to happen. I, I got talking my, to him over here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got my top three. You got your top three already? Oh, yeah. I, I went out on a tangent here. Yeah. yeah, I'm still okay. I'm going back to number six because I had a check check plus. I yeah. probably doesn't mean I actually need to go back to it, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you on six. It's checks all around. It's good stuff. <laughs> but see, when I when I do take a little baby pour though, I still I still try to get it in my jawline. I still chew a little bit. And try to have it cover my tongue. Yeah. Um, but I also am not the way that it's just like, it's not like a full like quarter ounce in my mouth either, right? It, it's I've got to have just enough that I can savor the flavor, be able to get it to the to the point where I'm like actually chewing on it, my, my 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 back molars. But other than that, four and six are are one and two for me, or in that they're right there. Mm-hmm. I have a runoff between seven and eleven, and. I need to be removed from uh, from this. I need you to like. 
You need to be kicked off the panel. No, I need, I need, I need to be, I need these to be given to me where I don't know what they are. Is what I'm saying. Well, you don't know what they are. No, I know what they are. I know this is eleven. <laughs> All right. And I know this is seven. All right. Well, uh, turn around or put your hands above your eyes and just give them to Ryan. Jessica, oh, get no, over no, here. I don't seven, know. Seven's in the other glass. I'm already gonna know. Yeah. <laughs> Never so, mind. Yeah. It does. It's in a neat glass. But this is this is how I do things. Like if like if I get like really tied to a particular one. So now, now what I have to do. I have to like assess this from uh, like what I like more about it. And so my mouth's like tingling right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it it's kind of getting shot. Right. I need to find out which I like more, seven or 11. And we may have like a, a tie. Well, I don't like either. So I'll solve that for you. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's a, it's a consensus. Pursuit consensus. You know, sometimes you go back to something and you taste it and you're like, maybe I didn't realize I liked that as much as yeah. I did the first time. It's yeah. called drinking. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to go with uh, eleven over seven due to a very very accentuated note that I happen to love. Bananas, not bananas. <laughs> what is it? No, uh, marzipan. It's not marzipan. It's it's cornbread, like a like but a particular like the jiffy cornbread, not like the uh, like the sweeter cornbread. So I'm going with eleven. So my my um, my picks are four, six, and eleven. Four, six, and eleven. Okay, so we got Fred. Now I didn't put that in order. You want me to order that? Nope, that's fine. So Fred at four, six, and eleven. Ryan, you got your top three. I have four, six, and ten. Oh gosh, you guys are on point over here. So I'm gonna go a little bit different. I've got six. Of course. Okay. So I think so. Six is by far. That's 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 in our top. Eleven was close though for me. Um, I also had ten. Okay. And eleven. So I had six, ten, and eleven. Okay. So six and eleven are definitely in the top two. Yeah. Okay. That, Absolutely. I'm so, fine with that. And are we all ready, ready for the reveal? What? 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 What's the? What's on the third? Do we want it? Because we want to do the third. So we all had like a We're uh, split. I had four. And you, yeah, what, me and you had four. You had four. I had ten. Me okay. and Kenny had ten. We're all wait. Well, no it's kind of like it's kind of like a three-way split right there, right there. Yeah. So, so we basically had four, six, ten, and eleven were our favorites. Okay. Okay. Plus three. So we'll just take those as the four. Are you ready for the reveal? Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. All right. So number one. All right. Number one. Everybody remembers this. Um, we all kind of uh, put an X on it. This was the Wilderness Trail. Ah. Bottle and the Bond. I said, and I said I thought it might be JW Dant. So remember that. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Number two, we were all right. George Dickel. Dickel. <laughs> but you know, the thing is, is that like I really enjoyed it. I I would I would honestly put that out there as my top. But you know, when we look at stuff that's across the market and people that are going for, I think we look at the Kentucky bourbons of of what people really want. Um, the George Dickel note, like you love it or you hate it. It's yeah. one or the other. It's okay. And so you just got you just gotta find it. Yeah. Here it is. Number three. Henry McKenna. Wow. Number oh, wow. three is Henry McKenna. Three, yeah. Had X's. I, look what I put. I put a line through it. <laughs> yeah, put a line I didn't it. like it. See? Then let me retaste it. It happens. It happens. I know. Yeah, I've no. had some McKenna's, though. They're just no, like. No, this is not. This does not smell good. So, it, but then again, remember, we talked about this. Single, oh, now I like it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I don't like it. Single barrel offering. No, I this, don't. It's, it's, it's different. McKenna Falls. McKenna Falls. McKenna Falls this one time. Number four. New Heaven, 
<laughs> Heaven Hill, the new bottle and bond, Heaven Hill. Ah, shit. Right? So it, shit. So, <laughs> so fuckers. it lands in the top four. Yeah. It lands in the top I think, four. I think that was number one because we were so, <laughs> really, know, we liked really it. liked it. You did. Both of you. Both I of you really put it. it. We both both really of you put that it. as your number yeah. one. Yeah. See, there you go. Now, That's this how it happens. My, this was my second guess of what it was. Was it Old Bardstown, number five? You are on point, my friend. It was friend. Old Bardstown? Old Bardstown is number five. Yeah. All right. Yep. I should have wrote down forward. what I guessed. I can't remember. <laughs> but listen, here we go. This is the one that I'm most proud about because I thought I guessed it, and I love this brand. I love the product they're making. Number six is the early times bottle. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. Nice. Six was really good. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, yep. great. I'm exactly. So I... I I still stand by it. I say that is the best one liter of bourbon that you can oh, yeah. buy in the market bucks. for twenty something. And it was seven seventeen ninety two. That's what I thought. Yeah. You, you'd, you'd think you'd think that you like somebody's just like mind reading over here. I'm just like sending you like notes of, of no, how this yeah. is happening. No, Jessica texted no, I really do. I really beforehand. I really do drink for a living. It's true. <laughs> so seventeen ninety two, the bottle and bond. This was a, a pick that was done by the wine rack here in local in Louisville. So that was that one. Uh, number eight. You want to have a guess? I didn't have a guess on this No, it's just a negative. All right. <laughs> well, this is probably the most common bourbon you're going to find in the market is the Evan Williams Bottled and Bond. Ah. Mm-hmm. Right? So there you go. Number nine is the Jim Bean. Yeah. So yeah, nine was two X's. Two X's? Me, I mean, I... I I literally, I literally wrote down. I hate doing this because I love the Booker No family. I, it's just like I literally wrote down the worst. Said, <laughs> I said the worst. I said the worst of all of it, and I'm just not a fan of it. That's just that's just how it is. Sorry. Uh, number ten. So for me, this was my second. Uh, yeah, mine. It was too. your third. This is New Riff. New yeah. Riff, right? Okay. And like I said, this is one of the favorites that we all kind of love to. Eleven is. J.W. Dant. Fred, you had this as number three. Yeah. J.W. Dant. In my top five. Mm-hmm. This is, Along uh, with the this is This is um, kind of one of the... This is the... This is what Heaven Hill Bottle and Bond was mm-hmm. like a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And this is like that. Pretty close to that. Yeah. Absolutely. And so the last one, number 12, if you haven't narrowed it down yet, is Old Granddad. Old Granddad. <laughs> Old Granddad. Uh, which yeah. I actually put as the maybe the second worst. So, <laughs> so, so I'm Beam sorry, I'm sorry, Jim Beam. Like it just for myself, it was probably the bottom of the barrel for for myself. No so pun, can we in, go no ahead pun intended. And, can we go ahead and crown what we think is the best um, bottle and bond from this tasting? Well, would it be four? If if we're gonna go by the numbers and yeah. you say six. that you took four, six. you took four. Yeah. I took six as my number one. Then, and we, that, but we, I took six as well. You t- did you take six? Yeah. You oh, took, then we all three took. Well, six. we all took six. We all took six. And so if we all took six, that that means that early times bottom of bond. I was gonna say that would be the one. That was, is gonna be our, our winner here. That is, and and for me personally, I I totally agree. Um, I think yeah. And that here, is here's the thing too. You at competitions, you grab the bottle. And you like you go around and you and you pour a little bit more of it, and you toast with it because really this. I don't is, need to pour any more. I, thanks. We, they, they poured they poured some hefty pours. This before is the blonde uh, gear anyway. So this is work. And yeah. congratulations, Cheers, boys. Yeah. We we selected our very first Bourbon Pursuit winner of a, of a category. I think we should do more of this. And I'm I'm very happy with it too. I mean, I I think uh, we going into it, we kind of we've always talked about 
We we talk about it. Or me and Kenny have anyways. A lot of times. No, I get I get cut out of every fucking conversation. You all (laughs) too busy doing festivals. No, (laughs) no, I'm kidding. (laughs) I I I joke, guys. I'm I'm really I really do like working with you guys. Really do. Absolutely. But I also want to say to the runner up. The Heaven Hill Bottle and Bond. I know. I'm surprised. You, yeah, you all, I'm not surprised. As, as much just, as you might want to hate it, but it was the second runner-up. You yeah. know, it came. It came for you all too. It was the number one. Um, but you know, this one finished in everybody's top category, right? Yeah. So, but, but it was like, I mean, it was. I mean, it was my number one. But I mean, let's be honest. It was like a fraction of a point. Right. It was mm-hmm. not. It was not like super ahead. And you're looking at a. $25 price point, I think, mm-hmm. maybe maybe 30 for a one liter versus uh, $40 for a 750 Not too crazy of a difference. However, if you... And the newer is what, 55 uh, So the question is now, do we like put it out on social media that we just did this? Well, no, I mean, we can't spoil the surprise. Nah, we'll, we'll, we'll put it out that we we'll did it, it but there. you don't want to... We'll put it out there. Yeah. But I mean, I, I honestly, I'll, I will say though as well is that New Riff came... As a as a pretty head contender up here too. Yeah, it came in, uh, and the it, one that the it, one that it, it shocked came, it me came, it came in two of our top threes. It did. Uh, the one that shocked me was that Wilderness Trail didn't do better. Yeah, that, yeah, because I went really, on a pick of theirs recently, and I was pretty yeah, impressed. Their, uh, their whiskey is fantastic. Uh, another one that, but shocked they also me. They, also, they, they small batch a lot of their stuff. I mean, if you yeah. look, if you look at if you look at the bottle, it actually has the bottle number and everything on there, so you know that it's just going to be continually getting. You know, a little bit older, a little bit better as it, as it continually goes. And what else surprised me was uh, that Jim Beam bonded didn't do better. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Or old granddad bond. A lot of people yeah, love I that. Mean, those those uh, Beam bonded. They tend to be <laughs> they tend to be pretty uh, pronounced with uh, some some notes that do well for me. Uh, and they were they were flat. I, know, I love Beam stuff, but I think it just needs time, like age, like. Yeah. Some of those not or maybe or proof. Yeah, or it proof, might be, yeah. It might be it might need proof. And uh and that's not necessarily a good thing. Right. You know? Yeah, because from your above the char a few weeks ago, you said like proof can hide a lot of flaws. Yeah, it can. Because you're it's beating up your palate. Yep. That's how it is. And so everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. You know, this was an awesome episode. Thank you for listening. You know, we hope you enjoyed this episode that we recorded here at Hotel Distill. You know, it's located here in downtown Louisville in Whiskey Row. And for those that want to experience it, find something new, you want to find a space that you can actually be a part of, you know, Whiskey Row if you want to stay here. Like that's, that's the actually unique experience. Yeah. We actually living and staying on Whiskey Row. Like, I don't know, it's a pretty cool thing. So make sure you come. Check it out. Hotel Distill. It's an authentic Louisville destination. You can book your experience for it now at hoteldistill.com. And it is going to be opening on September 1st of 20... November 1st. November 1st of 2019. <laughs> We've already been through September. Yeah, thank, and if thank you, you all would like to see more blind tastings like Yeah, this, let us know. Uh, let us know. I, I had a good time with you all. It's this fun tasting fun. with you. This is fun. Yeah. And actually, I thought Kenny did a good job kind of like going back and forth with us. He did. Oh, yeah. Without he's, getting too much of my tasting head. He's good at uh, keeping the cadence going. Yeah. That's what he's always good for. Yeah. And doing the reads. I can do that read right now. Well, we got to... <laughs> Job. We got to make sure we do that. We got to make sure that we uh, we we stay on point. We got to make sure we get our listeners like all the information they want to hear about it. So it's all it's all uh, it's all good for you. Yeah, it's, it's just part of the process. I'm yeah. sorry, you know how it is. So no, so cheers, everybody. Make yep. sure you follow Fred Minnick on social media. You know, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Bourbon Pursuit, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you hear, make sure you support us. Patreon.com 
slash Bourbon Pursuit. And with that, we will see you all next week. Toodles. Cheers.